0: Hello. I feel extremely fortunate that I have lived in a time and a place of relative peace and haven't had to go to war. But I am painfully aware that others have not been so lucky. In my youth I used to disappear off backpacking to such wonderful countries as Syria and Yemen, which have since been torn apart by war and I wonder what became of the lovely welcoming people I met there. Friends and family have served in recent conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan, but still war has not involved me directly. Not so lucky my parents and grandparents generations. My great uncle was not even 20 when he died in the trenches of World War One. Uncle Percy paid the ultimate price, his whole adult life, his hopes and dreams paid in return for a line on the Chlandidno war memorial as one of the glorious dead who died for king and country. I have no photograph of Uncle Percy, but this is his bereaved family taken in 1919. My grandma is on the left. My grandfather here was more fortunate in that he returned home from serving as a gunner on the Western Front. Here he is leading the home guard when the next war came around. But he was forever changed by the nightmare he had experienced in the trenches. He called it his hell on earth. The experience changed him it made him reclusive it also cost him his christian faith he had gone out to war from a strongly christian family he returned with the strong conviction that there could be no god from my comfortable position it is easy to question his logic of dismissing god for allowing what was clearly the consequences Of the sinful free will of man. However, I have not experienced those horrors so I have no right to challenge how they affected his ability to perceive a loving God. Instead, I will count loss of one's faith as just another inescapable cruel casualty of war. I have visited the aftermath of war as a tour leader I have crawled through the Cu Chi tunnels in Vietnam, taken groups to Auschwitz and to visit battlefields and grave lines in France and Belgium. I remember one French graveyard visit in particular. It was one for German dead and amongst my tour group was a German lady. It was a misty day. Yet as the mist lift lifted, the iron crosses still stretched as far as I could see in each direction. Worse still, each cross represented four buried soldiers. The scale was enormous, and all the more heart-rending as you realised that most of the dead were under 25. Seeing this sight through the eyes of my German friend made the experience all the more profound. You see, we can proudly justify our war dead as glorious heroes who died for our freedom, our values and to liberate the oppressed. Yet these brave German soldiers were young people very much the same as our own, but all she could see was a total, misguided waste of young life. It's clear to me that on an individual level, good people fight other good people, and I'd like to share a touching story of just one such German soldier I encountered. I was in Normandy, and above Omaha Beach, where many Americans landed on D-Day, Is a German gun emplacement. A gun emplacement that was one of the many that should have been taken out by RAF bombers just before the landings but was missed. As a result, the young German gunner who sat at that gun was able to slaughter hundreds of American soldiers just as they landed. In all, Around 2,500 Americans died that day in 1944. That young German gunner did what I expect any of us would have done in that situation. He did the job he was trained to do, carried out orders and protected himself and his countrymen. Amongst those killed by this particular German gun was a group of 20 friends serving together, all from a close-knit and very small American town called Bedford in Virginia. They were known affectionately as the Bedford Boys. My wonderful volunteer guide on the trip, Simon Footer, told me that he had had coffee with that actual German gunner in the 1990s, by then an old man. And you know, said Simon, he was a lovely man who quietly devoted a lot of his remaining life to raising money for young people's charities in Bedford, Virginia. It's a touching reminder of gentle human goodness that grows in the shadows of the shameless brutality of nations. So how do we feel about war as Christians? We probably accept that war is a necessary evil, although the concept of evil being necessary sounds questionable in itself. I guess we may see it as a last resort when you're faced with a wrong that can't be addressed in any other way. Most Christians believe that there are things worth fighting for, We are told that evil will flourish when people do nothing. Yet we also know the power of grace, forgiveness, of compassion without judgment and of turning the other cheek. We know that ultimately love is more powerful than war. We need to recognise the dangers. We know we're all capable of being radicalised. We seem wired to be territorial, patriotic and proud. We change when we're stirred up, whether from a political rally, a football match, a fiery preacher or a sales conference. But we must recognise this for what it is and ground ourselves in truth that is unchanging, truth that transcends national borders. This Remembrance Sunday, I shall be remembering all the casualties of war on all sides, but in particular I shall remember my grandfather and great uncle for what they gave. And I shall not remember them as glorious heroes, even if they were, but as young, delicate bundles of humanity whose lives and those of their families were shattered by the evils of war. Let us pray. Lord, please wrap your loving arms around those whose lives are damaged by war. Please pour your healing balm on the wounds of physical and mental damage caused. Please melt the hardened hearts of leaders who rule by military power, neglecting their responsibility to care. Help us to be responsible citizens of the world and promote peace in all that we do. And from the prayer of St Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy. Amen.